Hello, and welcome to 218 Time, a podcast by two guys with an approximate knowledge of many things. I'm Feats. And I'm Tommy. And as always, we are vibing. Very hard. What is good, my guy? Uh, you know, it's hard to find things that are good, and that sounds depressing, but it's we're just in a time where, you know, gotta open our brains a little bit, and I've definitely been opening my brain to some to lots of YouTube. Mm. I mean, let's be real. We watch a lot of YouTube normally anyways, but... Oh, yeah. Honestly, this, the amount of YouTube I've been consuming is a little under the amount of YouTube I consumed in high school, so... <laughs> wow. Dude, YouTube was my life in high school. What did you spend most of your time watching? Oh my, just anything, really. Um, I've been, I was, uh, what's it called? I'm thinking, I kind of want to talk about, because we've talked about YouTube a lot, I kind of want to talk about some of the channels I'm subscribed to. I will definitely skip over a few, because I am subscribed to about 118 channels. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and actually, while going through this, I'm probably going to be like, I don't watch this person, then unsubscribe. This isn't a topic, this is just an excuse to weed out our subscriptions. Yeah, but, like, um, I used to watch, I watched, I wasn't a super hardcore Game Grumps watcher, but I watched a fair amount of that. Mm. A lot of my time would be, like, old Let's Play series, um, random videos I could find, and then watching old JonTron and Peanut Butter and Gamer. There would usually be, like, a four, like every, like, four days I'd choose a, U- a new YouTuber to watch basically, like, every video they have. I think I've watched each of iDub's content cops probably a dozen times. Oh my gosh. At this point, yeah, I spent a lot of time on YouTube. Yeah, I mean... Especially in high school. I can relate to that for sure. I watched a lot of the Normal Boots people, especially too. You know, JonTron. Yeah. PBG, Digital Gaming. There's one that... Oh no, he's not Normal Boots. Okay, we'll get there. Who is... Who's that? I was thinking someone from Hidden Block. Oh, is it... Is it Kid Icarus? It's not, although I did watch a lot of Kid Icarus. I watched a lot of Kid... I haven't watched him in a while, actually, now that I think about it. He has definitely changed a lot in recent years, and that's not me being like, oh, he's not the same anymore. It's He's just evolved. Well, he also literally had, like, a point where he went, I'm not going to do the old, like, Slaughter Salvage format anymore. I'm going to change it up because I've been doing the same thing for, like, seven years now. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, like, he, like, literally has changed, but, like, not him. It's just his content's changed, but he, like, was very aware of it changing. And it yeah. seems like he still has pretty, you know pretty high fan base yeah i mean i'm not as into him as i used to be but that's not because of the change that's just you know changing tastes as i grew up but he's definitely like matured and growed growed i'm trying to think who is on who is on hidden so hidden block was uh okay for people who don't know to give a little bit of an explanation hidden block and normal boots were two kind of collectives of youtubers who made video game videos and they would just kind of chill and like make videos together and they were just a group of friends basically for the most part yeah well a a big thing about like hidden block was it was i don't mean this to be mean but it was almost like the people who didn't get into normal boots kind of made their own thing because most of the guys in hidden block auditioned to be in normal boots i actually did not know that yeah kid icarus's first video was an audition to get into normal boots dude they missed out yeah early kid icarus was legendary at least like five plus years ago oh yeah I'm, I'm trying to... I'm, like, looking, and... Did you, did you watch Youngtown? Dude, I'm still a fan of Youngtown. I liked his humor a lot, but then he stopped making satire videos, which is a shame, because he had a really unique kind of character to it. However, he makes music now. I mean, he's always made music, but, like, he's focusing on making music now. And one of his songs I am a big fan of. 
Dude, I think you're a bigger uh, Hidden Block member than I thought. Uh, not Hidden Block member, Hidden Block fan. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the one that I'm the biggest fan of is easily Brutal Moose. Okay, that was that was the next one I was going to go to. I didn't think you were going to go for Space Hamster. I forgot Space Hamster existed. <laughs> that is nothing against him, I just haven't watched him in a while. I used to like Space Hamster a lot, too. But no, one of the things I love about Brutal Moose is because in the past, like, few years, he just stopped doing video game stuff nearly as often and just does whatever random crap he wants. He started initially moving to, like, movie commentaries, which a lot of gaming YouTubers in that circle started to do, which is totally understandable. You know, you you get to a point where it's like, eh, I want to do something different. But then Brutal Moose, like, he, he had, like, a, a running series that I love called Televoid, which is about 50s, like, to 70s. PSAs and game shows and stuff like that but he introduced a weird like story or lore to it and he left it on a cliffhanger after only like five or six episodes and I'm so sad damn I think I might have to check that out actually I think you would enjoy it part of what I love about Brutal Moose even beyond that is because he kept going into things like he has a whole series called Brutal Foods which was just him cooking random things reviewing random things trying random things then he's recently started a series of buying old VHS tapes that are, like, unlabeled and just seeing what's on them, which is mostly just him talking about old commercials and stuff. It's fascinating. And one of my favorite things is, especially in his food videos, his editing is top tier. He packs his videos with so many jokes of editing and stuff. It's so, like, not bizarre, but it's just a very unique character, and I love it. He seems like such a chill dude who just kind of, like, hangs out and does what he does what he wants, kind of. You know what I mean? Honestly, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a that's kind of a dream. Yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? The other half of that whole thing, which is Normal Boots. Yes. The originally it was a collective of seven YouTubers or YouTube channels, not YouTubers. No. Was it really that many? Yeah. Well, okay. So, so yeah, go down the, the lineup. The listing I know of is Peanut Butter Gamer, Jontron, Pro Jared, The Completionist, Did You Know Gaming, Continue, and Satchel's Bag. Now there's only four left. Peanut Butter Gamer, The Completionist, Did You Know Gaming, and Continue. Peanut Butter Gamer, I'm probably the most familiar with out of these four. I do not really watch any of the other three. PBG is still going strong. He is. He really is. He's. It's a, it's a bit different than it used to be, but yeah, no, I still watch his videos when they come out. Yeah. I know you're a bigger fan of him than I am, but that's nothing against him for me. I still enjoy him. In my opinion, the most interestingly well actually i think the most subscribed of those is uh did you know gaming probably because that's kind of not an outlier but yeah. it's the most different i would say yeah it's not it's it's very like you at least once have probably seen recommended to you like did you know gaming for like zelda or for something yeah they usually do nintendo they occasionally do non-nintendo but for the most part it's generally nintendo but like it's the best formula that they have like people are always going to come back to it because it's interesting and stuff and they've been doing the same thing and they've gotten really good at it and they have like guest speakers and stuff which makes them easier um to and then there's continue i don't think either of us ever really watched continue very much yeah i watched one or two episodes of them it's almost it's very much almost like an old school podcast if you get what i'm saying yeah i kind of guess that yeah yeah, because I feel like, just because podcasts, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be roasting podcasts here, even though this is one, I just feel like they're so much more common than they used to be. Oh, yeah. 
and I feel like the original podcast really was its own type of Wild West where you have the people with, like, the really, like, crackly mics and stuff. Like, and I mean that, and, like, they they, they were just kind of going for it, and it's usually just, like, two or three guys in their, like, late 20s, early 30s talking about movies or something, and that's kind of how it feels. Yeah, I totally get that. It's, that camaraderie is definitely there. Yeah. And I feel like that camaraderie also, like, I will say this as well, you can't find that on YouTube anymore, almost. Yeah, a lot of that isn't quite the same. Like, it feels, as much as it's, it is very edited, just because of, um... Oh! Actually, uh, I'm incorrect. Continue is no longer part of Normal Boots. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I was only looking... So the the only current members of Normal Boots is Peanut Butter Gamer, Did You Know Gaming, and The Completionist. Continue also left. The reason they cited were that they were going in a different creative direction than the other members. And it was only a few months. It was January. Okay, that's very surprising, actually. I was not expecting that. I mean, Normal Boots has had a few times where it's kind of fizzled out. I think this was like the third rebranding over the past year or two. Yeah. Well, uh, they went over big rebranding in 2014. That was their big, like, with, like, the new, like, icon came out. Because originally it just looked like a one from, like, a crappy RPG or something. And, because they, so it started in 2010, shut down in 2012, and then reopened up in 2014. And then, like, basically hasn't done anything in since. It was, like, a, it was, like, a, it was, like, revived for, like, a year. And then, like, nothing happened. It is a shame that Normal Boots has kind of had these struggles because there's a lot of yeah. really creative and funny people there who are just making funny videos about either popular games or obscure games that people don't know about, making jokes about them, yeah. having fun. It's a really cool group of creators, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and I mean, they all went off in such different ways. Some of them don't even talk about video games anymore. The biggest example, of course, is JonTron. Uh, Sashbags, I looked at his channel. There was not a lot of gameplay stuff as much. It, there was still some, like, sprinkled in there, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And so then, the the four now, the four people who are no longer, it's JonTron, and then Pro Jared. there was that whole scandal. I'm not gonna get too into that. That's something you can just look up on your own. And then Sashbags basically saw the whole JonTron thing, and then the pro jared thing go down and like was like okay i don't think i could be part of normal boots anymore because the thing is like the name of normal boots unfortunately has been pretty much destroyed but that's okay because a lot of the big names are still thriving yes yes i'm talking about normal boots itself i'm saying that if they wanted to come back with something i think that normal boots is not the way to do it especially with i feel like the focus of gaming because i feel like most of the creators even digital gaming has you know to a lesser extent but they have digital movies and digital food then again i don't know i don't really know what i'm talking about to tell you the truth yeah. i'm not gonna act like i do so anyhow on my subscription list i'll just start i'll go down a little bit i have a lot i'll skip over a few though I'll, or i'll just give really brief synopsises for a few so the first one i just subscribed to him right before because we were talking about him justin karitsky's oh yes the man behind the famous video potion seller potion seller come to buy your strongest potions yeah it's this guy he has like 50 videos of him using like the photo booth app on the ipad taking videos you or or whatever he uses taking videos using that and he just creates characters and as stupid of an idea as that sounds they're pretty they stick with you well so so it's a mixture of one they're all or at least a good portion of them are very interesting 
And then he's also not a terrible voice actor. That's very true. He also uh, has a book. He does? Yes, he wrote a book. Fresh, smart novella in the guise of a celebrity memoir probes the inner life of a mega-famous pop star. So I, I think it is a fiction, but it lo- it's, looks like it's relatively short, and it kind of looks like it might be... It's, it's It kind of looks like, in a weird way, and I'm not like going to roast this, but it looks like just a long, written-out version of his... I, I guess I'd have to read it, of his, like, things. But maybe. Maybe. Sounds very interesting. He's very interesting. 122,000 subscribers. Checking him out. That'll make your day better. The next one on this list is Geek and Sundry. I actually probably might unsubscribe because at this point my dreams have been dashed a little bit. So Geek and Sundry um, is a channel, for those who don't know, that's very centered around like board games, D&D, very much about D&D. It's where uh, Critical Role is from. Oh, that's why I've heard of it. Yes. But the reason I liked it was because of a show, I think it was just called Tabletop, with Will Wheaton. Oh, shoot. It was just Will Wheaton. He would explain. There was like four seasons, three or four seasons. It was he would explain a board game, and then he'd play it with like a bunch of other like pretty big names in like the nerd world, I guess. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's a great show, and I mean, it's Will Wheaton. I love myself some Will Wheaton. I'll be real, Will Wheaton. He's just fun to listen to, and it's fun to say his name, Will Wheaton. He seems like a very likable guy. Oh yeah, no, it's it's just great and like very lighthearted and it's it's just a good look through and also like you get to see some really cool games played through. It's not as boring as it sounds either. It's very well edited, so like the video only depending on the game it can take a while, but no, it's a really good series and I highly uh they each each video is anywhere from like half an hour to an hour long. He has one with Seth Green. I'm gonna look for more people that I actually recognize because unfortunately I'm not super into in a weird way, nerd culture, I guess. I mean you are you are doing this podcast to be fair. Well, no, so, like, when I say, like, nerd culture, you know, I have my own, like, foot into it, and we just talked about Normal Boots, which is, like, video game channel for however long, but I feel like it's different from, like, the the quote-unquote nerd culture, once again, I'm not trying to roast anybody, I'm thinking of is the people who know, like, the names of actors from certain TV series, or knows the names of bloggers, or knows certain people who are very much in the Dungeons & Dragons community, I'm not really, like, well-versed in that. I guess I'm better versed in, like, the YouTube nerd culture in a way. I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, there's a lot of different subcultures of the nerd culture on the internet. Yeah, because, like, he has, like, a, a lot of, like, popular cosplayers. He has a lot of, like, people who are famous writers, famous, like, show actors and stuff. Like, he just has a lot of that. That's not my scene, really. I'm more video game directed. But it's still really cool because he just has... A lot of cool people on the show it sounds up my alley to be honest i'm kind of interested yeah honestly i think you should definitely check it out the next one i'm gonna try and like speed it up a little well the top like 10 are ones that i have a lot to say about but i'm looking down farther and there's stuff i yeah. just don't have so much to say about unis honest do you know about them i do not so it's uh markiplier and then this other guy ethan from his channel crank gameplays and they made up a concept to make a channel where they post a video every day for a year because unis honest is one year and then at the end of the that year they delete the channel interesting so it sounds so first i'll explain i guess just like what they do every video has to be like 
not doesn't have to be like completely different but like they do a lot of like really cool stuff um until unfortunately until quarantine happened now and over quarantine they do a lot of stuff on the internet but like they learned how to do fire eating they learned how to do well they did the polar plunge i'm looking just through like their old videos they did it do it yourself like home bungee jump they did escape rooms explored haunted areas and stuff you know they do a lot like they did a lot of cool what was the one they did stage combat with like an like a professional stuntman i feel like this is like the perfect excuse especially if you're someone like this where you're really you know from markiplier at least you're really changed to that gaming channel like an excuse to just try and learn and do all these wacky things and it's like why not yeah exactly and like one of the first things i'll say is like i feel like there's a big stigma around markiplier's channel just because of his he can have a very intense fan base of much younger audiences sometimes and that kind of puts a negative stigma on like people watching his thing just because like it's like huh cringe but like first off I, i don't think that his gaming channel is actually that bad he does still put out good content but like also his like unis honest is really really funny at some points this sounds so fascinating and the fact that they have the gall to just delete it at the oh end. yeah no at the end they're they're going to delete it and i mean every video gets like one to two million views for the most part so like they're doing fine it's not like people weren't interested but like i said they do like some really really cool stuff i highly advise if you don't want to watch like all of it because i have been watching for like weeks now and i still haven't watched every single episode um uh, i still find ones that i haven't seen yet i advise watching the one where uh, they learn how to do stage combat because that one is really funny and I advise to do the one this was one of the first ones they did while in quarantine they did like this thing called like youtuber fight or something where they just used photoshop to have you and then a dice rolling app to have youtubers fight each other it is also very very funny some of the stuff is really really funny some of the collaborations they do are very very funny because they do bring in some other people it's a good channel I enjoy it it sounds like a lot of fun yeah I'm already noticing, I think the thing that you and I like to look for in YouTube seems to be a lot of the time just people having fun with themselves, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, personality's huge, like, as much as it doesn't make sense to say, like, personality's big on YouTube. It is, it really is, I mean, that's how so many, that's how a lot of people have become, you know, big names. And I'm not gonna, I'm not, I think, I think a million people have said this before, but I'm not gonna speak negatively on, like, Markiplier here, like his personality is a big part but his voice is also a big part of it i think if his voice wasn't so iconic he probably would have gotten at least initially as much recognition as he did and i think that was one of the helpers but like also his personality like i think some people think it's just the voice but like he can be very funny at times yeah there's a lot more to it like than the voice it's just the presentation of everything in general yeah and absolutely his personality because yeah and like everything i've seen like whenever i hear people like saying like oh he's cringe like his humor's cringe and stuff i'm like but like you go to most other channels and either it's the same type of humor which i'm not saying it's cringe it's just a very similar humor with some like jokes that would be considered immature or they're just really snooty i'm not saying like every that is every case but like a lot of people make the immature content also just have some of the better like mature content i guess yeah no that definitely makes sense and you know i am agreeing to this from the perspective of somebody who doesn't really watch markiplier so i'm not really biased to be defending him it it just it makes sense yeah the next one is uh the try guys another name i'm definitely familiar with 
I said I was going to be quicker with this. I'm going to try and be as quick as possible. It's just for guys who worked at BuzzFeed and they had a segment called the Try Guys where they would like basically they'd go and do different stuff around LA. They eventually left. They created their own channel. They're doing great. I didn't know they were from BuzzFeed. Yeah, they're at face value when you look at their channel and their thumbnails from like the top. One, it looks very BuzzFeed, and two, it looks very, like, cheesy. But it's actually, their videos are funny. They're all very funny people. And um, some of their series are great. I really do enjoy Try Guys. Yeah. As much as it seems like we are huge into gaming, which we are, because we do talk about that a lot, there's a lot more of interest we have, especially in YouTube. Yeah, they're, we're, we're very well-rounded individuals. We're basically perfect human beings. Exactly. I don't do anything wrong, ever. In a perfect world men like me exist <laughs> yeah all right so that's it i advise watching a lot of their stuff because it's actually very similar to unis honest because they do a lot of different things do you have a recommendation of where to start there honestly the thing is they actually are super duper varied i would try to watch stuff that's all four of them to start off and then if you like one in particular they all have their own individual videos that they do and stuff oh that's really nice oh without a recipe awesome series it's a lot of fun it's really really funny it's basically they bake and or cook usually baking baking is usually what they do but uh, they bake without a recipe and then it's a competition you definitely learn about all four of them and you can kind of like see and it's also it's a good series i enjoy it as much as i'm not really into cooking or baking there are some really fun channels in the uh baking side of youtube like i used to watch a lot of rosanna pensino nerdy nummies you want to talk about a person who has a very bubbly and like likable personality she seems like a very sweet human being it was just having fun and making stuff. And I was looking through a cookbook in the store a few months ago, and I was like, this is just very wholesome. I was going to say, I've seen a little bit of her stuff, but yeah, oh, I agree. We made a T uh, the TF2 sandwich cake recipe for my birthday a few years ago. It was a lot of fun. Um, another, he actually is only just recently um, cooking. It's a guy called, uh, and that's what I reckon. I have not heard of him. It's this Australian dude, and he's just super like vulgar and stuff, but his dad was like a famous chef in Australia or something. And once quarantine started, he just started doing cooking videos. And actually, my dad, like, loves this guy. And he actually made a couple of the things that this guy did. And it's honestly really good. That's awesome. There's quarantine sauce, carborona sauce, quarantine spirit risotto. They're all named after, like, the, you know, chili con can't go outside. He really went out of limb on that one. Oh, my God existential crisis i will say i don't watch him but i know a lot of through some of our friends some videos by babish oh and yeah yeah he's a fun cooking channel he's one of those cooking channels where like when you want to learn how to cook something you go there because there's not a lot of it's just him cooking yeah it's it's a channel where the thing is his personality is a little like muted but it aids the channel just because like you don't go there for the personality you go there for learning how to cook but learning how to cook in like an interesting way i guess yeah oh apparently rosanna pancino has been doing just like basic baking videos like i don't want to date this video one of her most recent videos is uh the perfect chocolate chip cookie recipe it's just like a basic chocolate chip cookie recipe and that's dope hey man it's it's about that time you want me to date it to the day <laughs> literally something that's been trending today is a channel called dad how do i have you heard about this no it's a fully grown man with two children who have also grown up and I think moved out. And he didn't have a good father figure growing up. So he has this YouTube channel of him just making basic tutorials on like how to shave, how to fix a running toilet, 
how to check the tire pressure on your car. And he's only, like, just started. But it's just such a wholesome thing. Because I feel like there's a lot of basic things that, like, I don't know. Like, there's things that's, like, how to tie a tie that there's plenty of YouTube videos about. But, like, there's things that are even more kind of basic for a lot of people that, like, shaving. Yeah. You know I mean, like, it's, it's a really basic thing. But at the same time, if you don't have a father figure, I was reading the comments and it was all these people being, like, I never like knew this growing up or like there was one that was like my boyfriend is like a fully grown man and i had to teach him and like this is so great and i i don't know it was very wholesome it made me very happy yeah i i like the channels where like the person has like no bs he's just doing what he's doing and enjoying it um have you ever heard of lock picking lawyer oh yes is this the guy who like picks locks and just makes fun of them <laughs> well he like he basically will be like so this is like the unbreakable lock and uh <laughs> now it's picked so the next one is Game Grumps. A well-known name in the gaming community. Yes, it's two guys. One is a singer and the other is an animator. I mean, at this point, they're known most for Game Grumps. They have good series. I'm not a super fan like some people are. One of my friends has watched every episode they have ever made twice over. They've made thousands of videos. That's impressive, which is understandable because they very yeah. much started as another one of those groups that was just friends hanging out on a couch playing games together. Yeah, and now it's a really, really big name. And the thing is, like, I do see the bent. I it's just I move. I get bored very easily, and I'm not saying they're boring. I'm just saying I need a change of pace every little bit. I actually used to sit down and watch like six hours of Game Grumps sometimes, like if I was feeling it, but I can't do it anymore. But yeah, no, I get it. After that, it is probably top five YouTubers, Penguins Zero. Also known as Critical. People don't realize how long he has been on YouTube for. He started his channel in 2007, and has been oh posting gosh. since 2010. YouTube culture didn't really blow up until, like, what, like, 2011? 2012? Well, so, I guess not YouTube culture. Like, you didn't really have YouTubers until, like, 2010. And then 2011, 2012, a very small, little-known YouTuber called PewDiePie decided that he wanted gaming to be a big thing, and then it became a big thing. So... Very obscure. But, yeah. Great YouTuber. Fantastic podcast that I listen to a lot. His older videos is him playing crappy games. He just plays crappy games. And his current channel is he posts two videos a day. Oh, my gosh. And it's literally whatever the hell he wants to talk about. I respect that. I will say, um, usually one of the videos is uh, highlights from his stream, because he's like much more into streaming now. He watches YouTube on stream. That's like his most popular streams, or just him watching YouTube. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. One of the main gaming YouTubers I watch is just a guy, he's some call me Johnny. Part of the appeal for me, for him, was for a long time, it's not so much anymore, which isn't a bad thing, but it just kind of had this feeling of very... I don't know what the word is, not necessarily nostalgic, but very just like kind of cozy, I guess. Because it was just this guy hanging out, you know, sometimes he'd have his friends on, sometimes he'd have his brother on, and talking about whatever games he wants, reviewing them. But he's super chill. I don't know. I don't know what it is about him, but like, he's one of the few people who I will, one of the few gaming channels I still regularly watch, and one of the people who I will watch, like, review games, even if I don't really care about the game. But I wanted to highlight him, because I like him, and he's a very nice personality, and he's not super big which is yeah i was gonna say i've never heard of him and he looks he looks like he could be right up my alley he has jokes but it is primarily legitimate reviews it's not really up the vein of like normal boots or anything he looks like he's had 
a very similar formula over the past few years, but he's kept it up, kept it well, and it it, it just reminds me of very early 2010s YouTube. Oh, yes. I mean, his biggest inspiration was the Angry Video Game Nerd. Oh, yeah. And he his 100th like review was like of the AVGN video game. And he's been doing the same Johnny Versus series like since almost the beginning. And he rebrands it every year with new art and a new intro, but it's the same formula, basically, and it works. Anyways, that wasn't even one of the ones I was intending on highlighting, but he deserves it. Oh, okay. And what, what are some other ones you were intending on highlighting? I've been talking about mine for a, for a hot minute now. So one of my favorite YouTubers as of late is a guy named Jacob Geller, and he does a lot of videos that touch on very, like, topics about life or the nature of the world or something. So, for instance, one that he released in the past few months was called Fear of Depths, and it's all about, like, humanity's obsession and fascination with, like, caves. But what I really like that he does is he takes these concepts, and he takes historical events, and he takes video games, and he takes books and movies and legends, and he just kind of weaves them all together into one large conversation. It's super cool. He just talks about all these forms of art on the same level. He's just like, here is this idea about caves. Here's how this video game represents it. Here's how this historical event talks about it. Here's this actual cave that has like come up in news. Here is this like really old story about descending into caves or something. The reason I found him was a video I actually already told you about called The Decade-Long Quest for the Shadow of the Colossus's Last Secret, which is a really, really great video where he's talking about... That one's more focused to just the one game, but he's talking about the community behind that game who are digging and digging into all this like these little details, trying to figure out if there was something in the game they hadn't discovered yet. Because that game has like a ravenous fan base. It does. <laughs> but that video just has such like an epic, dramatic tone to it, and it's so cool. One of my other favorite videos by him is called Artificial Loneliness. Yeah, I was looking at that one. That looks cool. That one hits. I just love his style of video. He has one really cool one on Haunted Houses, too. That's honestly pretty creepy. That is the video that makes you want to play Control. Oh, okay. Control is a game about this, like, government agency that is basically haunted. But, like, the building is haunted. Like, the building itself is what's, like, alive and moving. Oh, it's, it's an SCP. Basically. I actually will say the one video that looks like it'll be pretty good is The Quiet Sadness of Super Mario Galaxy. Which is a great one that hits. Because for one of my favorite games of all time that I have a lot of nostalgia for, I didn't think about it in the way he points out. Yeah, I'm actually very interested in looking at this guy now. Might have to. Oh yeah, big fan of him. One of the other ones I wanted to highlight, she has some videos that have gotten over a million. So she's like decently popular. It's this girl named Jenny Nicholson, who primarily talks about star wars but basically oh, talks he lost the star wars yes so she did a video that's like over an hour long of her reading the entire colin trevorrow episode 9 script of star wars and like making fun of it oh it's so good it's really long but it's so good she makes very long content a lot of the time and i am here for it but basically she just kind of like most of the time talks about mainstream movies and media most of the time she's very critical i don't always agree with her opinions but she words her arguments very well which i like really respect and i do sometimes agree with her opinions as well and also i think she's very funny because she has like a i don't know if i'd call it dry but she has a very specific sense of humor that is very like i don't know the other videos i would recommend lots of star wars stuff the colin trevorrow video is entertaining but i know it's very long so any of her star wars stuff 
she talks a lot about theme parks. She's a huge theme park nerd. So she has one called Where's Buzzy, the Great Animatronic Caper, which is pretty interesting to think about because it also talks about people who like explore abandoned parts of amusement parks and maybe steal things. And then if you want one that is not about any really media per se, she has a few that are about totally random things. Like she has one where she just tries random spells from a magic book that's like supposed to be real spells. It's wild. She does some occasion where she reads fan fiction, and one of them is just called Trapped in an Island with Josh Hutcherson, and that was very entertaining. <laughs> that sounds it. So yeah, I love her. Hope that was interesting. Hit me with some more. All right, so the next one, it's Point Crow. I like Point Crow a lot. I've been watching him a lot recently. He um, is a streamer who plays a lot, and I'm talking a lot, of Breath of the Wild, but he just does the wackest stuff like it. Like, he beat it with a dance pad, like a Dance Dance Revolution pad he beat it using the chat i think or he got pretty close he does like whack stuff with the game but he's fun i like him that sounds very entertaining yeah so the next one i'm gonna talk about is a bit of some people would consider definitely a fallen titan smosh do you still watch smosh i do Hmm. i will explain the thing about smosh is it is nothing like it was five plus years ago uh everything honestly everything from like 2012 and before is a very different smosh and then 2012 till about when anthony left which i believe was about 2015 2016 was in a different era and then everything after that is kind of the current era current smosh their skits usually are not super duper funny they're entertaining just because it's always a different thing and they're actually pretty good at talking about modern stuff and also they've done a really good job working with not being able to be in the same room as each other but they have a series on their second channel smosh pit that is called try not to laugh and i know try not to laugh has been done by a ton of people but they're trying not to laugh because they have um have you ever heard of the show so random yes it's a classic show yeah two of the guys who are on so random are parts of smosh now really yeah shane top and damien haas look them up that's awesome yeah so shane's been part of smosh since like 2016 maybe even earlier no it was probably earlier because i think he was around the last two years anthony was around and then damien shane brought in like a little while later shane top is a very very funny person and he's really really good at improv damien as well and they are and they also bring in other youtubers who are all really funny as well like gus johnson who i'm actually subscribed to i'm not going to get into him and those are actually really really funny like they genuinely make me die laughing like, it's good, good stuff. I'm glad they've kind of made a comeback because, like you said, they were one of the biggest names of YouTube when YouTube culture was becoming a thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they still have 25 million subscribers. Wow. I mean, their view count comparatively is... I mean, it's it's still like a million per video. It's wacky. But yeah, like, the thing is, like, they're doing what they can. Good Mythical Morning... Uh, Rhett and Link, they have their own, like, media company now, and they're under that because their old media company just, like, died. So they're now working with Rhett and Link, so they even more so now have to keep up an image. Because as much as Rhett and Link, I think, give a lot of creative thing, and they're actually a pretty good multimedia, whatever it's called. So the thing is, they're just working with what they got, and, I mean, they still do pretty well with what they have. Good for them. I also, I did used to watch a lot of Rhett and Link and Good Mythical Morning back yeah. in the day yeah me too and again that's nothing against them now at all it's oh yeah times times have changed in my life and in theirs oh yeah and the same with smosh like like i said 
their new stuff. Not always very funny, but you know what? I'm going to watch it anyway, and I'm not afraid to say it. You want to go over one now? I was going to say, I got I got two more and I can rattle off real quick, and then I can send it back to you for the uh, to wrap us up if you want. Okay, sure. The last two I'll cover super quickly. There's one guy who I've been watching since he was in high school, and now he's graduated college. His name is Nathan Zed, and he does a lot of... It's mostly comedy stuff. It's just kind of like... He does some skits, but it's kind of a combination of like a vlogging about a topic, but also skits. It's hard to explain. I don't know what it would be classified under. I guess just like comedy videos, but it's just another guy who kind of just basically talks about whatever he wants, but he's super chill. He's really funny. I thought he was funny back when he was in high school, and I quoted him every once in a while, but like he's definitely kind of matured and even improved his skills over the past oh, few yeah. years. One of my favorite videos of his is Biggest Fears, which I quote a lot. <laughs> One of my favorite things of his is Just a Minute, and it's called, like, Batman v Superman Best Review on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Not totally like the rest of his stuff, but really funny. And then if you want, like, a funnier, more traditional comedy skit, watch Why Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer, or proof that he is the Zodiac Killer or something. Very funny video. It's entirely satire, but, like, the progression of it and the way it builds up is fantastic so he's great super genuinely nice guy by the looks of it he had a whole like clothing brand that was very wholesome and then there's a lot more i could highlight that i'll talk about more in the future but the last one i was thinking of that i've gotten into over the past year i think he's only a couple years old his name is he goes by sideways and he talks about like movie scores and stuff and he like analyzes them and gets super in-depth and talks about instrumentation and teaches about music really cool and i've learned a lot about music from him one of his more recent videos I thought was really interesting, which is called Why Avatar Has the Most Ironic Soundtrack of All Time, talking about the cultural sound they were trying to go for and kind of how it reflects things in the movie and stuff like that. Really cool. He points out how music can be used for, like, storytelling. He also has one called What Makes Disney Music Sound Nostalgic, which is a really interesting listen. It helps to watch a lot of his videos in order because he sets up ideas and musical concepts that kind of build into future videos so it feels like it's like a re- it's kind of like rewarding you for like watching i don't think it's an intentional thing mm-hmm. but like it feels good to sit there and be like okay he's referencing what a light motif is and i understand that because i've watched these other videos where he's explained that and built that up and it like recurs and he builds on it it's cool it feels like a, like a progression as you're watching his videos but one of my favorites is instrumentation in steven universe he points out how each character has their own like instrument and musical style and how they mesh in certain songs really cool the two composers behind that show is are very talented people it also looks like he's uh gained a lot of subscribers really quickly because he has a he has in the past like month or two he's two videos and two videos ago was four hundred forty thousand subscriber q a and he's at five hundred thousand. so it looks like he's getting some that's from what you've said much deserved uh much deserved attention that's it yes dude i did it <laughs> yes um yeah i don't think he's really up your alley personally but if anyone's into like kind of music out there or even just movies in general you don't really need to be into music to like it i really like him a lot sorry if i spoke really fast but no, those are the last ones i wanted to highlight okay all right i mean i will definitely be checking out at least jacob geller if not some call me johnny Nathan said sounded interesting too, but I definitely want to check out Jacob Geller. You you sold him really well. I'm excited to see that. Watch some of his stuff. He, I think, out of all of the ones I recommended, 
is so artful in what he does especially his videos where he combines multiple things like his latest one was more just focused on horror games and he focused on a couple and it was good but like he's capable of really great things he seems like he is a more how am i gonna say this without putting either of them down because i'm not trying to he just sounds like a more polished graphics wise and theme wise nakey jakey interesting i've never watched much Nicky. so uh, i actually wasn't planning on talking about him but i like nakey jakey a lot um he does videos where like he has a theme of the video and he just talks about it but he doesn't do it in like an arty sense he's he does it in a very nostalgic sense once again i'm not trying to roast nakey jakey because like his videos are all fantastic another youtuber you should definitely check out he's actually relatively popular now but um yeah no he he just has a lot of great videos so, so his most recent one was about uh, dating shows, and then he did horror and video games. He did uh, my favorite video by him is alcohol and video games. It's really, really that funny. sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's just him sitting on a usually on a chair or an exercise ball in front of a green screen, and then stuff pops up behind him as he's talking. I highly advise watching him as well. But it sounds like I'm not gonna say that they're the same type of content. I'm saying that they have a similar theme of they pick one thing per video to kind of like talk about and they will pull stuff from different mediums to push their idea forward yeah no that totally makes sense i totally get the comparison you're drawing here it makes sense i will definitely check him out he sounds up my alley yes he's good he's good stuff so another channel i really wanted to highlight is probably another pre another group who's in like probably my top 10 if not top five is the proper people i've probably talked about them to you feats they're urban explorers oh yes 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 it's two guys and they go to abandoned places all around the world and they are super duper good at like cinematography and stuff they take pictures and stuff so you can actually check out their pictures too but like they just they explore the place and they like show just a ton of really really cool places on the planet like they go everywhere they go to europe they went to china in like their most recent trip this was before everything that would happen this was like a year ago maybe two years ago because they have a they said they have like a 30 video backlog wow it's just a really cool channel one of the things i like a lot about them is if you watch a lot of urban explorer channels they try to make it about the personality instead of about what they're looking at and the thing is the two guys and proper people they're like really cool dudes it seems like they um they're interesting to listen to when they do talk and stuff but like it's not the the forefront of the video like they're just kind of more of like a like a like a nice spice on top of the video i guess i don't know that was a weird way to say it but no um, it makes sense it's it's the added it's that kind of secondary like yes that's important but it's not the main thing yeah well because there's this one youtuber um who like who when he does it he goes through and he's very it feels fake like he's very Mm. much like guys look at this or guys look at this where the proper people don't really refer to the audience while they're exploring they kind of just talk to each other the thing is like just as i was about to like really get into urban exploring of course uh this summer i was i was gonna like like start trying to do it just to be able to explore abandoned buildings i think it's really really cool yeah but like of course quarantine happens so this is like the time i can't do it but uh what are their names uh that's that's their that's their intro sorry um i'm getting really like excited here no it's good we should be getting excited about this stuff that hopefully makes for more interesting content well so so like the way their video format goes is 
they have an intro where they just show a bunch of shots that they've taken of the place and uh, one of the guys will talk about the history of the building for like a minute maybe so he doesn't even like overdo it on the history he just kind of talks about it briefly then their intro plays usually they do their um ad break before they start exploring which is nice because i hate it when they do it in the middle of a video but yeah no they're just a really cool channel just because they like they talk to each other and all their reactions seem very natural so it's very nice it sounds really interesting as much as that stuff like very much creeps me out i can't help but be drawn to that and you you've sold them pretty well yeah no i definitely uh think people should check them out as well because they're awesome and they just hit a million subscribers which very much deserved on their part oh i keep scrolling down farther and i see like more channels i want to talk about <sighs> i mean i think we'll have to do a part two for this at some point and also things will kind of come up like things will just naturally come up too so as i'm scrolling down more i start seeing less and less youtubers who i'm like yeah excited to talk about but like the top like like 50 i'm like i like this youtuber i like this youtuber yeah. but the last one i will talk about uh is skycorp home video ah uh, yes yeah so uh it's owned by one guy but usually it's like a lot of his friends who are in the videos and they have like an old like 90s tape recorder so it's it has that very like 90s feel to it and then they add like the effects and stuff and make like commercials and psas and stuff but first off there's like a backing theme of Skycorp being like this all encompassing I guess just super corporation that like controls everybody's life and that's like very well inputted because like they don't make it a huge huge thing they will occasionally like, throw stuff in there and some of the videos are themed around it but for the most part and especially a lot of the live action ones it's like only thrown in there a little bit and then the other stuff is like stuff that you'd see in the 80s or the 90s such as the dating video one or the wide world of web which is supposed to be like a 90s internet tutorial and stuff oh yes and they always have like a really dark turn in them and it's always so well done and very funny um like the the music hammer it's just a guy it's like you can play music while you hammer you can play music while you're fixing your house fixing your furniture killing your roommate ah oh, good stuff just the whole thing that's another one i definitely uh think you should look at yeah and i, I think that kind of subtle world building across the whole youtube channel's videos is so cool and so impressive oh yeah and it, it, like i said they do it so so well I'm trying to think. I can't even think of another example of somebody who's done that. Like, I feel like they're out there. The first thing that comes to mind is back when I referenced at the beginning with Brutal Moose and Televoid. But even then, that's just like a six-episode series that never went anywhere out of hundreds of videos. So, like, mm -hmm. doing it with every video is... That's impressive. I love that. That's so cool. And I also will say, um, if you are looking at Skycorp and you go really far back, you will see a video called The Present Short Film. It's 12, it's not long, but it's long compared to their stuff. It's 12 minutes long. It is nothing like the rest of their stuff. I'm just going to warn people now. It's, it's not bad. It's just, it's not comedic. It is really surreal and weird. And it is a odd watch. Well, nonetheless, there's still a lot of good content on there to watch. Yeah. And there's, oh, there's so much that we could have highlighted today. Oh yeah, dude. I'm, like I said, I was scrolling down. I saw a ton of them that I was like, oh, I wish I could explain them too, but can't. Yeah, I had trouble narrowing it down to like the half a dozen I wanted to talk about. But I think we had some good stuff. I hope this was an interesting episode. Oh yeah, it, it definitely was. 
I mean, I know for us it was. We'll, we'll see if it was for other people. But um, yeah, well, I guess with that, I gotta go. I gotta go get back to watching some YouTube. Oh yeah, me too. Thanks for joining me. Of course. Godspeed. Hours for.